Hello, everybody, and welcome to Monmouth College Conversations. I'm Dwayne Bonifer in the Monmouth College Office of Communications and Marketing, and every week during the academic year, I sit down with members of the Monmouth College community to talk to them about their interests, what they do, and things they've done. In this 22nd edition of Monmouth College Conversations for the 2022-2023 school year, we'll check in with the voice of Monmouth College Athletics, and that's none other than Fighting Scott Sports Information Director Nathan Beliva. Nathan is spending the week of March 6th in the Sunshine State, but it's purely a work assignment for him, which he will explain. March 6 is spring break this school year at Monmouth College. That means that most students have headed home for the week. Some have traveled to warmer locations to enjoy a week of fun in the sun. Members of the Monmouth College Chorale have headed west to perform for folks in the Rocky Mountain region. And members of the Monmouth College baseball and softball teams have gone to Florida for the week for their own kind of spring training. The baseball team is scheduled to play nine games over seven days. The Mama softball team is slated to play eight games over a five-day period. Because both teams are limited to a 40 regular season games, the annual Florida trip allows them to play almost one quarter of their schedules inside of a week. And best of all, they don't have to worry about the intemperate weather of early March on the Illinois Prairie. Covering the games from Florida is Mama's Sports Information Director, Nathan Beliva. Nathan is spending part of the week in the Orlando area where the softball team is playing. Then he's driving over to the Atlantic side to cover the baseball team. Of course, as Mama's Sports Information Director, Nathan oversees the college's athletics website. And that address is mamascots.com. It's your official home on the World Wide Web for all things Fighting Scots related. And that's where you can read Nathan's coverage of the two teams, both in game stories and in a great blog that Nathan is posting while he's in Florida. Nathan also oversees athletic social media platforms, and he edits and produces Scott Scoop. That's a weekly e-newsletter that you can sign up to receive on mamascots.com. I caught up with Nathan while he was driving over to the Atlantic side of the state to catch up with the Mammoth baseball team, but don't worry. Nathan pulled over to a park to talk over the phone so that he wasn't a distracted driver. Nathan says this is a trip he's wanted to make since becoming the voice of Fighting Scots Athletics, and he's glad he could make things work out this year. It's also reminded him a little of the nearly two decades that Nathan spent with the Peoria, Illinois Chiefs. That's where he was the chief communication officer for that venerable minor league baseball team. Yeah, you know, I was able to uh, to get down here to Florida this year, tried to make it last year, but we had some home events. So, uh, you know, did, didn't really work uh, in the schedule last year, but this year it did. Um, so I, I traveled separate uh, baseball bus down uh, last Thursday because they played on Saturday morning. Uh, softball didn't leave until Saturday night. And then I left on Sunday, um, you know, once we were through all of our events at home. So, uh Got in, got into Tampa, Clearwater area on on Sunday, and then uh, you know went over and, and met up with softball at their first practice. Um, they have a couple houses in a, a gated community um, in, in 
Davenport, Florida, which is where most of the teams are, are staying. Uh, they, they didn't go the hotel route, so uh, was a was a nice setup. Uh, we, we were we were split into two houses, and uh, Coach Tyler, the assistant coach, and, and I were in one, and, uh, and and Coach McClory was in the other. Um, and, and we were able to, you know, just kind of hang out. It was, you know, it was cool to get to get to see them like behind the scenes. And uh, that gave me the idea to kind of do a blog while I was down here because I was, you know, seeing them kind of in their own habitat, if you will, and uh, you know, hanging out and seeing what else they do and going to dinner and those kind of things. You know, the coaches were nice enough to, uh, you know, include me on the, the team dinner at the house the first night, and then we we went off to Saxby's uh, the second night. So that was great. And then, you know, got some softball in there, too. So got got two games on uh, on Monday uh, with a with a split and then uh, two games on on Tuesday uh, with another split and, uh, you know, really good pitching so far throughout. You know, Abby Leber's been fantastic in both of her starts uh, to get things going in Florida. Uh, got to the 200 strikeout milestone, only the fifth pitcher in Monmouth history to ever get to 200 strikeouts. And, uh, you know, she's doing it in two plus seasons and her freshman season wasn't a full season. So even, even that much more impressive. And then freshman Lizzie Durfee on Tuesday uh, got her first win uh, with the, with the shutout her first complete game shutout. Uh, so it, it's, it's always nice to get number one and, and she got that under her belt, um, you know, so able, able to get that, get that done and uh you know softball seems to be playing well and uh you know they they got some some fundamentals uh plays done some rundowns executed uh we're hitting the ball hard and uh they you know they were they were a fun team to watch my my two days with them uh, down here in florida so you're headed over to see the baseball team now where are you headed to in florida what kind of games are you expecting to see there yeah, so baseball, uh, they play a little, they play a few more games down here because they don't play the uh, the weekend in February like softball did. So they're, they're you know, they're capped at 40 games. So softball used four of those in the Fontbon tournament the last weekend of February. Baseball uses those games down here. So they get an extra, uh, you know, couple of games down here, an extra day. So they've already, by time I'm, I'm heading over there here, you know, Tuesday night into Wednesday, they've already played six games, uh, scored 20. 24 runs in the first game, um, you know, then, then ran into a couple pretty good pitchers and, and got shut down, um, you know, in a couple games after that. Uh, they, they've got an off day on Wednesday for the varsity. They are playing a JV game uh, on, on Wednesday, so we'll, we'll, we'll check that out. Driving across the state now to, to Fort Pierce, which is uh, on the Atlantic side, right by Port St. Lucie, which is a spring training home in the New York Mets. Um, so might, uh, might check that out. They're home one of the nights when we've got a day game so might have to go check out the Met spring training facility and uh and uh, and, and see what, what that's what's going on over there and um you know they've got two more games uh, on thursday one's actually against wheaton college so it's kind of funny that two illinois teams that are separated by just a couple of hours travel all the way to uh, you know south central florida to, to meet up but uh, play against wheaton college play against steel um and then finish friday morning with the game against penn 
State, uh, Barron, and then we'll get on the bus and uh, come back home. So uh, we'll be a little bit shades of my minor league baseball day is obviously a much longer uh, bus ride than we had in the Midwest League with minor league baseball. But we'll uh, we'll leave Florida Friday night and stop in Atlanta um, and then and then uh, head on up the rest of the way from there and get back. And, uh, you know, Coach Paterni and uh, his crew were nice enough to uh, to allow me to ride the bus back up so I didn't have to, um, you know, get back over to Tampa for that round trip flight. That was that was kind of the logistics problem was figuring out flying into one coast um, and leaving from the other, both with a rental car and, uh, you know, travel. Um, but able to I was able to figure out the rental car to pick up in one spot, drop off in the other and uh, being able to ride that bus back up, you know, helped out with that, too. So looking forward to seeing uh, a couple good baseball games. We should be back around to our original starting pitchers, Addison Fletcher, who got the win uh, in, in his debut, and Jeff Garrett struck out nine in his debut this year. So should be back around to them for uh, for Thursday and Friday. So a chance to, to get to see them and, and uh, you know, hopefully get a couple more wins before we get on that, that long bus ride back up. Aside from being able to play in the sunshine and warmer weather than typically in the Midwest during early March, what are some of the chief benefits for the softball and the baseball team to make these trips? Yeah, I think, you know, one of the one of the big things and, you know, there, there's a handful of, of pluses, but, you know, you, you get to do a team bonding. Um, you know, it's obviously spring breaks. You don't have to worry about the academics. Um, you know, you're, you're able to, you know, get away and, and be away. The, the thing that was really cool with softball, and I'm sure I'm going to see the same thing when I get over there with baseball, is the amount of families that have, have made the trip and have, have put in the investment to, um, you know, to come down here as well. And, and to be around, um, you know, the program and, and, and their kids. And, um, you know, it was, it was pretty cool for me to talk to them and, and to see a bunch of them too. You see, you know, moms and dads and grandmas and grandpas, and some people have families that, that live down here, whether it's extended families. We had, uh, we had an alum who popped up on the Facebook page yesterday and said, Hey, I live down here. What time, what time do you play on Friday? I have the day off work. I'll come cheer on the Scott. So, you know, that that's cool to see. And, um, you know, you, you see the families run here. So you get that part of it. Uh, obviously, you get some games in where, um, you know, I, I haven't checked today to see what the weather's like back there in Monmouth. But, you know, they played in some pre- softball, played in some pretty cold weather uh, last weekend down in Edwardsville. And obviously this time of the year, um, you know, in, in central Illinois and, and even into Iowa, um, you know, or, or wherever we might play up there, you could get some cold weather and, um, you know, rain and, and possibly even snow that um, you're not going to be able to play softball and baseball if those fields are wet. Um, so you're, you're losing games that then you don't get a chance to make up. And um, when you've got 40 games, and you want to play all of those and you're losing four games over the week of spring break, there's no way to make those games up. So, um, you know, that's a part of it too. The other part is you see different competition. Um, you know, uh, softball is going to play a team uh, this week that is uh, ranked in the top 10. Um, I know both baseball and softball have teams on the schedules for this week that made it to the NCAA tournament out of their conferences last year. Um, you know, so those are different teams that you're playing in. And obviously, 
back at home in, in the non-conference, we're a little bit limited by, by travel because not only do our teams have budgets, but the other teams have budgets too. So there's not a whole lot of teams that are going to come over to Monmouth and play in baseball's case, a three game non-conference series. You know, we're not going to get a, uh, you know, an Illinois versus an SEC school type meeting. We're not going to get a team that, that's going to come over from these schools that we're playing. You look at today, we played Simmons, which is out in the, 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 the Northeast on, on softball. We played Geneva from Pennsylvania. Um, you know, you're not playing those teams in, in a non-conference regular season matchup from Illinois because we're not going there and they're not coming to us. So, um, you know, it just works out to where you can come down here and play those games. It also helps with recruiting. You know, you look at it at how many Florida players that we have, um, you know, obviously football has a lot of Florida players and, and, and so does, so does basketball, but you look at the baseball roster and um, you know, some of those guys are that, that are having already good seasons this year are from Florida. Daniel Lummis was our nominee for Midwest conference player of the week this week after what he did on Saturday and Sunday with six RBI and four hits in those four games. He's from Newport Ritchie, Florida, which is down here uh, over on the Gulf side and Raul Guillermo starting catcher and, and cleanup hitter is, is from Miami and Christian Centeno, from Miami and on and on and on. So, you know, the, those guys get to finally play in front of mom and dad, which, you know, the, the people that are from Illinois get to do every weekend, uh, you know, for, for us. And now these people get to do it too. And, um, you know, the, you're seeing other other teams that are coming by and high school people, you know, they're, they're seeing the name Monmouth. And it, it's, it's great to everybody's wearing, you know, all of our players are wearing it when they go out and you see that name and you get it out in their heads. I think that's an added benefit too. You're listening to Monmouth College Conversations. I'm Dwayne Bonifer in the Monmouth College Office of Communications and Marketing. I'm talking to the voice of Fighting Scots Athletics, Monmouth College Sports Information Director, Nathan Boliba. Before we get back to my conversation with Nathan, a reminder that the annual Monmouth College Chorale Home Concert will be on March 18th. As I mentioned earlier in the podcast, the Monmouth College Chorale is touring the Rocky Mountain region during spring break. Their home concert, which is always a great Monmouth tradition, will be at 7.30 in the evening on Saturday, March 18th in Monmouth's Doll Chapel and Auditorium. The concert is free and open to the public, but of course every fine arts group very much appreciates a goodwill offering. For more information about the March 18th concert, check out the events calendar in the news and events section of the Monmouth College website. And that address is monmouthcollege.edu news. Now let's get back to my conversation with Monmouth Sports Information Director Nathan Boliva. The Monmouth softball team's first home game of 2023 will be on March 18th. That will be against Augustana College. The Fighting Scots baseball team's first home game is not until April 1st. That's against the University of Chicago. But the Scots are scheduled to play March 17th up at Augustana College, and they're also scheduled to play a doubleheader on March 29th over at Knox College. Nathan says that both teams should be in contention for their respective Midwest Conference tournaments this year. And of course, the Midwest Conference tournament features the top four regular season finishers. Both teams uh, have have a lot of uh, a lot of a lot of seniors in very important positions. Uh, we'll say that you look at, at softball and you go right up the middle, right, and you've got uh, the number one starting pitcher, Abby Leber, is a, is a senior, the center fielder, Callista. Warmowski, who either bats 
first or second is a senior. Uh, second baseman Madeline Belbo is a senior. Uh, first and third basemen's on the corner, and and Addie Riley and McKenzie Glace are seniors. Uh, you got veteran leadership, and and Lillian Huck out in right field. Um, you know, so you've got a lot of veterans there. Sophomore catcher Olivia Ridley got to play a lot last year because of injuries to uh, to, to Jessica Pauly, so she got a lot of time behind the plate. Kendall Lewis at shortstop got a lot of time on the infield. So really, it's it's a pretty veteran team for a team that went to the conference tournament last year, um, you know, and, and, and really hit the ball well at the end of the season. Um, a freshman is the number two pitcher and Lizzie Durfee, who pitched really well on, on both Monday and Tuesday down here. Uh, Vanessa Wright's a freshman in the outfield who's had a very good start to the year. So you're kind of mixing in that youth with that, that leadership. And then you look at baseball, uh, the top – well, four of the five – top starting pitchers are seniors. Uh, you got Addison Fletcher, who was the pitcher of the year in, in 2021. He's back. Um, you know, you've got Tim McNally, who was a transfer from McMurray, uh, who, who's back out there. Jeff Garrett, who, who's uh, who's also local, like Addison Fletcher, uh, has had a very good start this year to, to his season. He's a senior as well. Um, you know, so overall, there's a lot of senior leadership. And again, for baseball, your center fielder is a senior, your shortstop's a senior. Uh, you know, you've got that that senior leadership uh, around the diamond in, in key spots. You've got some big bats back in Jack Keithy and Raul Guillermo and and, and uh, uh, missing somebody in there that's a big bat back. Uh, Hulk and, on the infield as well. Um, you know, and then you've got some guys that, you're, that they're moving in. Todd Fowler was hurt last year. He's moving in. Daniel Lummis was hurt part of the year. He's moving back into the lineup. So you're uh, you're, you're mixing kind of again like softball. You're mixing some of those those younger guys or guys that were hurt last year back in with a veteran lineup and a lot of seniors. And, and I think that that's you know softball was picked to go back into the top four like they were last year. A lot of times you're picked where you were finished the year before, and unfortunately baseball finished towards the bottom last year, and they were picked towards the bottom last year. And I guarantee you they know about that. It's on the bulletin board and they've got a chip on their shoulder to prove that they're a, a top four team and, and not a bottom four team. And so we'll we'll see how how that goes because that's why you play the games. That's Nathan Believa. He's the voice of Fighting Scots Athletics as Mama's Sports Information Director. Be sure to keep your internet browser dialed up to the college's athletics website. That's mamascots.com. That's your official home on the World Wide Web for all things Fighting Scots related. That's where you can also follow Nathan's travels with the Mama's softball and baseball teams during their spring break trips in Florida. You can also follow the rest of Monmouth College's spring sports teams on the site. And while you're at MonmouthScots.com, be sure to sign up to receive Scott's Scoop. That's an outstanding weekly e-newsletter about Monmouth College athletics that Nathan produces for Fighting Scots fans. And that's a wrap on this 22nd episode of Monmouth College Conversations. You can tell us what you think or add to the conversation by firing off an email to us at news at monmouthcollege.edu. Be sure to put conversation in the subject line. Until our next conversation, this is Dwayne Bonifer in the Monmouth College Office of Communications and Marketing. Thanks so much for listening. So long, everybody, and have a nice day.